just yeah. Terrence. Oh. Hi. Yeah. Hey. Breaks. I am here. Mahogany. That was loud. Mm, Jeff. Serious. The fade blade. Uh, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> He's into his character. All right. So let's uh, let's uh, we doing this thing with a skeleton. We doing yeah, we doing we'll sit thing. there. We'll sit there and go, hey, buddy, we might be able to cure you, but if we do, you, there's a chance you'll di- uh, you'll dissipate as undead. Um, for right now, let's uh, work together to solve the issue of this castle, and then later we will work on taking care of your curse for you. All right. Well, give me a diplomacy check. And I look at my undead friend or half undead friend. I I mean, you took the lead on it, Jeff, because I was just going to lie to the dude. (laughs) (laughs) I will. Okay. I have no problem doing this. I get a plus nine anyway. Yeah. Yeah, It doesn't always have to be the highest number gets to do the thing. No, always highest. Always. (laughs) Oh, okay. 26. All right. Yeah, you're good. Uh, you, you're able to calm the distraught skeleton down and, and convince them that you are able, that you get, that you are looking out for everyone's best interest by not pulling the tooth out after you explain what's going on. Once he calms down, he tells you, or he writes down on this pad there, or his slate, uh, Herjek had said he was going to punish me if I ever told anyone, or if I ever... Um, if I ever betrayed him in any way. And I, did you? <laughs> he, he thinks for a moment and says, and then writes down, I did try to shut down the experiment when I saw it was going awry. Mm. Oh, okay. Oh, it's not for me to judge. Continue onward. All right. At least not judge yet. <laughs> Yeah, we don't serve her jet. All right. Not directly. I got a uh, 24 to check for traps on this next door. All right. Let's see. This door is not trapped. Is it use a key this time? Uh, it is locked. All right. Somebody hand me the key rings. I'm going to unlock this door. It doesn't seem to have any traps on it. Okay. Well, wait a second. We have a guide right here. How do you open this door? And we show him the keys. Uh, it, it looks at the key ring and points to one. There we go. Yeah, smart. All right. Key in, unlock. All right. You put the key in, clack, it unlocks. Uh, before you open the door, mm-hmm. looking at our new guide, what is behind this area by, by chance? <laughs> behind these uh, doors? He uh, scratches down the slate. Another sitting room. Anything we should be aware of? He thinks for a moment. It shrugs. Does, okay. Does not know. How long you been stuck in your room under that bed? Another shrug. <laughs> 80 years. Uh, yeah, I guess time doesn't have much meaning. All right. I will stealthily open the door with a quiet. Hopefully the, the hinges are greased. They are not. Okay. Um, believe that's just a twenty-two. No, that's a twenty-five. So maybe they are. All right. 
you stealthily open the door. Um, according to Yarrow, that this was a sitting room. Uh, but when you open the door, you see that most of everything in here is gone. Nothing really remains. You see spots on the floor where there could have been furniture and that has been removed a, a long while ago. A number of shelves, of course, line the wall, much like the one beforehand. But these are all completely empty. Not even uh, a scrap of paper or a bit of uh, just dust. You only see what appears to be just little little indications that whatever was on here was just scraped off in a hurry. Hmm, that's weird. <laughs> all the furnishings, all the lecterns, all the things that, that that would normally be in a place like this are gone. The only thing left remaining are a pair of chandeliers, which all the candles have been plucked out. <laughs> I will move through the room, checking for traps as I go, just to be safe. All right. And if I'm correct, there is two doors in here. There's a door on the opposite wall, and there's a door back to his right. Uh, yes, correct. As soon as he came in. All right, well, I got a 28 um, to check for traps in the room. Uh, you detect no traps in this room. All right, do we want to we want to check the rest of this floor? Do we want to... Well, well, we don't, don't know. That could be a closet. Yeah, I don't know could be a closet. The room's 20 by 30, by the way, for those listening. Yeah, yeah. It's a big, big room. It's a very big room, yes. Sorry, I keep... Pre- See, this is why I don't like having the map, because it makes me lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it makes it clear when when you describe what you see in your head, it does not always translate to what we hear in our ears. I barely put anything on this map. Well, nothing I said. <laughs> Never mind. Well, I don't uh, think I don't see twenty by thirty in my head. I see twenty by thirty on the map. Like when you say twenty by thirty, I don't picture what that is. You know. Mm. Anyway. <clears throat> also, the map's mainly for me for combat. Yeah. 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 I try to look at it if I don't if I can help it. So I go to the door next to the door that just that I just came in. Yep. Looks like there's nothing in here, guys. If y'all wanna come on in or hang out there, that's fine. Twenty-eight to check that for traps. Alright. All right. Uh you find that there is no trap. Um in fact you find that there's no actual door. Uh what you must like what you assumed was um, just a, a door at the corner of your eye. It was, in fact, a hidden door that someone had left ajar. It's actually a bookshelf that's just leaning open. Mm. It's not a door. It's a jar. <laughs> and then I'll come down south to check this door. All right. For traps. Okay. Not a 28. That is a uh, 22. Three. 23. You also detect no traps in the store. All right. We're at a, we're a bit of an impasse here, guys. Need a decision. Uh, go back and open the door that uh, was ajar. Because we never looked in it. Yeah, I know. I don't want to do that by myself. <laughs> I, I don't want you guys to have to waste six seconds to get into the room with me in case there is a monster in that room. I don't see the issue. No. <laughs> I'll come in. <clears throat> I'll skip back here. Just a little bit of backup is all I'm asking for. (laughs) All right. 
I will open the door. You open the door and reveal a room full of cleaning supplies um, that are largely out of date, of course. <laughs> Does magical bleach expire? Uh, not, not if it's perfectly mundane bleach. Actually, it's probably even stronger because the water in it would have evaporated. Chlor- oh, yeah. Chlorine, chlorine evaporates with water. How about ammonia? I don't know. Is that another set of doors behind that? Yes, it is. All right. Well, we're on this path now, so go to this door, check it for traps. Well, I'll, I'll detect magic on the, the cleaning supplies. All right. You detect magic on the cleaning supplies. Indeed, none of them are magical. They are, in fact, just cleaning supplies, brooms, brushes, mops, uh, uh, dirty and clean towels in various states of decay, empty buckets. Uh, You find some jugs uh, that are sealed that have some sort of rancid fluid within them that you're guessing is some sort of astringent that has gone off. But beyond that, nothing magical within this room. Okay. There are definitely no traps on this door. Okay. There are definitely no traps on that door. The door itself is not locked. I will ease it open. All right. You ease it open. And suddenly a trio of uh, clockwork automata spring to life. Mm -hmm. Let me find some tokens for them. Don't shit. Uh, All right, boys, get to cleaning. I thrust a mop into one of their hands. <laughs> Big mess outside. A lot of, a lot of ash and burnt meat. A lot of butts just laying <laughs> in the floor. Just, just a whole bunch of butts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yes, the three clockwork automata spring to life. Um, they turn their heads towards you. They are four, four-armed, human-sized clockwork constructs that balance on three legs that rise to a central body. Um, what are you doing? Uh, I was serious. I grab a mop and I hold it out to him. Okay. Okay. Uh, you grab a mop from the room and hold it out to him. One of the, the one in the fronts of four arms, like reaches out, grasps it for a moment. And then you hear a, a sort of a, a clink, 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 clink noise from inside its head. And the same noise being repeated by the, the three previous ones in the back. Those of you in the other room, uh, that would be Valric and Lady outside. Make a make a perception check for me. Ooh. Oh, okay. 22 for me. All right. 10 for me. All right. Well, then, um, <laughs> Valric, while you're listening to Jeb interact with something in the closet in the other room, you see, you see the, um, the skeleton like do this, hold its uh, hand up to its face as if it's trying to shout, like just kind of thoughtlessly. Its mouth moves up and down. Um, you can't speak. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's it thinks it's it, it signals and uh, looks begins patting around. Eighty years. Realize- you still have a problem with this? Not the brightest <laughs> god. <laughs> he um he begins patting around and he realizes that he left his chalk in the other room, mm. and begins to walk back toward his own room. Meanwhile, what are you guys doing back in the closet? I'm going to back out and say we might have company or we might have maids. (laughs) None of that sounds bad. 
<laughs> the um <laughs> housekeeping. Let's see. Mm-hmm. The uh, Yaro comes back uh, scribbling on his uh, his chalkboard as he as he's approaching you and the lady outside, and holds and basically flips around and says, "If it's clockwork servants, there's a password to make them um, to make them behave." Hmm. And it is <laughs> erase, 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 erase. <laughs> he writes down again. He says, "I'm not quite sure. Some sort of alphanumeric." Hmm. What's uh what's Yara saying about these things? Do I need to just close the door and I do the uh the bender prayer? Zero one 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 zero 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 one one zero 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 one 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 zero zero two. Every time I think of binary, I think of the clutch song one zero 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 one 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 zero 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 one. I've never thought of that. It's catchy. I'm sure it is. You're a robot. <laughs> um, have, you, have you met me? <laughs> <laughs> have I? I mean, really? Have I? So, what does Yara say about these things? Are we just closing the door, or am I, are we going to have to fight them? Is there anywhere we would have seen something that would look like a password around uh, something? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, no, not in any of the previous rooms you've been in. Hmm. Was there anything in the cleaning room or on the door that was like password? No one searched it, so give it a search. I mean, we we rolled a perception. In, oh, no, we did a you detect magic? Magic. That's right. <laughs> we got lazy. Uh, Fourteen. All right, you begin quickly searching around the room, and you hear the uh, the the clockworks begin doing their pinging, pinging, pinging chime, responding to each other. One. And as you're digging around in one of the buckets, you see something that has come off the wall, had formerly had been pinned there uh, via some now very dried out sticky material. Uh, it's you pull it out of the paper and it's literally just a code written in letters and numbers. I'm assuming y'all responded that y'all told us that there was a password. Yes. Look yeah, for I figured y'all would like that. Yes. All right. I read out the alphanumeric code. Okay. Um, you you read out the code on the piece of paper. Uh, the clockworks, uh, the noise they're making stops, and then from the back it begins repeating back upwards towards you again. Okay, from the back, from the one in the back to the one in the front to, to the middle to the one in the front is what yes. you mean. Okay. Yes. Um, there's nothing else except for that numerical code. Nothing else there. Use the password and then give it a command such as shut down. Ah, good call. Yeah, so I'll read off the the code again and say, "Shut down. Go back right. to sleep." Okay. They their eyes uh, go dim and they settle back down into the their their alcove. Here, incidentally, amongst their alcove, you find a lot of um, fine white powder everywhere, just everywhere. Yeah, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Roxo, is uh, there a role to identify? Yeah, knowledge or something. Knowledge, nature. I believe I have that. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. You uh, reach down, grab some of the dust or between your fingers, and see that it's very fine white ash. 
the whole room, uh, the, the, the clockworks uh, are, are ankle deep in the stuff. And once you get closer to them, you feel a tremendous heat coming off their, 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 their clockwork bodies. Hmm. Hot clockwork bodies. Some hot clockwork action. I, I'm assuming that they incinerated all the stuff that was in the room the last time they were in there cleaning up. Uh, that could be the case. Yeah, no one really instructed them to stop. Uh. <clears throat> all right. Uh, I don't know exactly what to do with this information. So, uh, cast detect magic in there real quick, just to verify and make a perception check in the room with the clockwork things all right um you detect of course the magic auras the clockworks are giving off but uh one of them actually is giving off a different magic order aura coming from its uh chest section all right i actually have a 17 plus plus six seven eight plus eight so 25 25 all right um what, what are you what wait what are you what are you rolling i'm sorry uh, trying to figure out what it is. Like the aura? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a aura of divination. Uh, does it look like it's, um, is it part of the body or detachable? Or something? Uh, it's coming from in the interior. The aura is coming from the interior of the machine. See if I can, uh, see if there's a way to open up the machine. All right. As you get your hand closer, you can feel that the, uh, the, the clockwork is blazing hot, but there is a hatch on the front. Okay. I'll, I'll still open it. All right. Uh, give me a reflex check. Save. All right. Seems like a very inefficient use of power. Nope. Uh, the two plus three is a five. All right. Um, you take two points of damage as you're opening. Actually, I take none. Oh, why? Are you immune to fire? Yeah. Well, not immune to fire. I got fire resistance. Okay. All right. Then if you have fire resistance five, you actually are perfectly safe as you open the door and look inside. They, their their entire chest cavities are giving off a almost reddish white level of heat. Once you open the, um, the hatch and of course, more of the white ash falls out. But in this one in particular, you see a, a, a little piece of blazing silver light. A coin. Mm. Uh, pull the coin out. All right. Uh, it is the sister coin to the one you found earlier for communicating over greater distances. Okay. Oh, that's cool. That's handy to have. Shut the door back and leave the room. Okay, yes. It is unseasonably hot in that little room. All right. I so mean, yeah. do, do we think that those things are going to just self-destruct or something with all that heat pouring out of there? Do we want to tell them to cool off? I uh, told them to deactivate, but or you told them to deactivate, right? Um, they Yeah, you can tell that they are, you can hear like the pinking of, uh, of cooling ceramic and whatnot. They are cooling down, but it's taking a very long time. Uh, all right. You could probably still bake an entire cake in there. Mm. Cake. Cake. Well, <laughs> all right. Bodies. Looks like we got another door to go to. <laughs> He's fixated on them hot clockwork bodies. <laughs> <laughs> who's, right. got, who's got another coin? I assume you, the lady outside, or Valric. I think it's you. <laughs> if I assume anybody but me. <laughs> He's holding it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it actually is you, Jeff. Okay. But yes, it extends very low level uh, 
divinations for communication purposes uh, over over very long distances, much like the collar and earring arrangement for the familiar. Okay, are we talking about miles? Or are we talking about? Yes, we're talking about several miles. Okay, we got magic walkie talkies. So we have both of the coins. Yeah, you do. Oh, okay. I thought it was only one. We did. That's, yeah, you only had one, and now you found the other one. Uh, once they incinerated the body that had. It. <laughs> so were those things like vacuum cleaners that would just suck up a, bo- a full body and then incinerate it inside of them? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Who knows? Well, because you said they had four arms and three legs. I wonder if they chops. It doesn't matter. All right. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> okay. Uh, the other door, you've checked. You, uh, As I recall, you found no traps on it. It is locked. I will attempt a disable device with a 16. And if that doesn't work, I remember that we have keys. All right. The 16 does not work. Yeah. One, once I fail it, then I'm like, oh, right. Hey, Yarrow, you want to bring them keys over? <laughs> you have the keys. It points at your pockets. Yeah, you want to tell me what key works this door? <laughs> the, the skeleton walk, trudges up and points down the key. The I same key from before. I use it. All right. How many keys are on that ring? Because I'm uh, picturing a janitor's key ring. There are. There are like six or seven keys on it, but you're guessing some of them are pretty multi-purpose keys. Mm. Yeah, so it seems. I just don't want to waste time. Keep going. Yeah. I'm trying to save time. That's why I'm. Mm-hmm continuing to talk good job all right so you open the door correct or are you just unlocking it i unlock it and then uh peek it open stealthily peek in all right so you stealthily robots you stealthily peek in let me find my toggle switch there there you go and see a long haul ahead of you the a very uh, similar but not quite to the one that you just came out of with three more doors along the wall. I'm guessing three more dormitory rooms. Oh boy, there's a there's a lot of doors in here, y'all. All right. And there's also a uh, little ways down. Um, the wall ends and it, and it turns a corner. Okay, let's start this. Let's kick this party off. I'm assuming that going around that corner probably leads to stairs that go up to the next level. Correct. Probably a safe assumption. Uh, checking for traps on this door. That is probably not going to tell me much with a 12. Okay. Uh, no, you do not detect any traps in this door. Then I'll try to see if it's locked. Okay. Uh, yep, it is locked. I will pull out a key. Uh, he points to one of the, um, the smaller keys in the ring. And then (laughs) he, he lifts a finger and says, does one, two, three, and points to the other halls, th- down the hallway. All right, so this key works for all three of them. <laughs> he, 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 he gestures toward himself. Mm. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, thank you. <sighs> Never. <laughs> he, skeletons in there. It's a, ske- it's a skeleton key. Ah, there you go. He's <laughs> he, he points correct. <laughs> Are they not all skeletons? <sighs> all right good to know unlock you hear some scratching in the on the uh on the board he just lets it hang on his chest i'm trying to maintain a positive attitude and you're doing great buddy you're doing great all right you unlock the door correct yes yes 
You unlock the door and um, uh, opening. Yes. I will peek in again. It, it, do they open in or out? I forgot. Uh, they open out. Oh, well, then I will. No, no, they open, they open in. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, then <clears throat> I'm assuming that easing it open is not going to tell me much. So I open it completely. All right. You open it. And as, this, as loud as possible. Okay. You open it as loud as possible. Here you see another well-kempt room. This one um, is uh, much like the, the first room that you saw. This uh, basically your typical arcane magic user's room, uh, apprentice's room. This one actually has a chest in it as well. All right. That is something. Obviously dangerous. Because says there weren't chests in any other room except for that first one, which was not really a chest. Yeah, yeah that's why I'm going to look at it real careful, like. And I do with a 27 perception. Right. Okay. Uh, you do look at the chest as hard as you can. Give it the, the stink eye, as it were. Oh, gosh. I just toggled everything off. And um, you see that there is a glaringly obvious, to you, trap on the chest. It's a mimic. All right, let's see if spit on my hands. Let's get this baby open. Yeah, probably not. Uh, there, oh, let, let me just go ahead and give you the warning about the trap. It is a slicing blade trap that will trigger once the thing is open. Basically, knifing off, knifing off the hands of anyone. Uh huh. That would insta kill my hand friend. Cut <laughs> him all the way off. He cut his body off. Um, twenty-two. Twenty-two. You begin looking at it, and you see that the um, the the lock wall is on front. You see that there is a strange hinge arrangement on it. Um, a strange groove along it, and you figure out that. If you grab a pair of bolts on the back where the hinges are and slide them forward, the hinge changes side, and you can flip the chest around and open the rear of it. Then I'll do that. All right. Uh, when you do that, it uh, you can see the trap mechanism uh, still primed and ready to go on the underside of the lid. However, it is not triggered because you have not opened the front of the chest. Nice. Inside the chest, however... There's a mimic. Um, it leaps out and gets you. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a mimic horde. All the little coin pieces fly out and start biting your body. No, it's actually just uh, a medium-sized m- thing mimicking clothing. <clears throat> a mimic swarm. <laughs> um, oh, a real mimic. That's the sound they make in Dark Souls. What? <laughs> yeah, they make a creepy like sound. And they're tall. Like they're like eight feet tall. Yeah, those are real creepy. Wait, did I say mimic? Shit. You did say mimic. Yeah. It really is a mimic. It really is a mimic. Oh, wait, did I say mimic? Shit, it's not a mimic. <laughs> there you go. I'm sorry. I I meant I my brain was on like the clothing aspect of it uh a thing that looks like a cloak leaps out on t- at uh jeb <laughs> oh a cloaker yes yeah, sorry I, I forgot the name of the monster i'm like <laughs> one of the classics uh so yes so um it has taken you by surprise mahogany doesn't know what a cloaker is 
All right, so yeah, I'll give you a quick description. This ray-like creature opens its toothy maw and leers with glaring red eyes. Behind it whips a menacing tail of segmented bone. However, when it's relaxed, it looks like uh, just a simple black cloak hanging from wherever you find it in general. Uh, It's clothes with teeth. Creepy. Yeah, basically. But yes, uh, it leaps out to attack you, Jeb. Um, Oh, gosh. Uh, 24. Oh, yeah, that gets me. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I'm going to get your CMD. That also gets me. Okay. Then it wraps around you. Uh, basically, you basically just, it leaps out and totally engulfs you um, and basically begins to gnaw on you. Ah, that's not good. I can't say shit about it. <laughs> All right, so let's see. Yeah, if the 24 got you on the thing, then the bite gets you as well. Uh, boof for max damage, 11. Ooh, <laughs> that's bad. All right, initiative. Hmm. How much damage did it do to you? 11. Yeah, that's not good. And we didn't heal up since the last fight. Were you hurt? Yeah, a oh, little bit. I, I just like, lay a glove on anybody. What are you talking about? No, the last before last week. Oh, okay. The oh. elemental fight. Because we went straight we from the elemental fight to her. I was I didn't realize that I was hurt because I didn't look at my hit points. Here, drink this tar. It's totally healing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Valric, give me your initiative. Thirteen. Thirteen, serious. Oops. Oh, whoops. I'll put that there. So. Uh, so Nat zero, which is impossible, but somehow he managed. Uh, 16. 16. Jeb. 26. 26. Uh, lady outside. 30. 30. Cloaker. Uh, oh, man. And the lady outside wins. What's in yeah. the next room? <laughs> 30. <laughs> 13. <laughs> oh, we're tied. Yeah, no, you're not tied because it has a plus seven. We're I was disappointed that tied. I got... <laughs> I was disappointed that I got such a low initiative with a plus seven. Yeah. All right, so, uh, top of the round, lady outside, you hear a whoomph, and then a... Knowledge check, can the lady outside do you? Uh, this would be it's an aberration. This is a dungeoneering. Have that one. Shucks. Um. All right, yeah. So I'm going to take a chance and take a will save, please. From what you call it. We'll save. Oh, that's pretty good. Let's see. I have a nineteen. Alrighty then. So if. If mind affecting effects can affect it, it can. Yes. Then one round of minus two to hit. All right. Yes. Jeb, you're being grappled. It's your go. Right. And this thing is medium sized? Uh, it is large. Oh, it's large? Yeah. Just. Do I have room to to draw? 
You're a being weapon? grappled, um, but let's see. It has to be a small weapon, like a light weapon, I believe. Dagger or dagger or or short sword or similar. A rapier is not considered no a light weapon. It is a one-handed. Well, it might be easier just to get out of this than maybe. All right. It's worth a shot. Um, So my standard action will be trying to escape artist out. All right. That did not work for a 18. Nope, I'm afraid that does not do it. Okay. All right. Uh, 16, here goes Zarius. I'm assuming I cannot see um, the goblin. Uh, Not from where you are, no. Okay. Well, then... Oh, okay. I'll go into the room. Just uh-huh. to, I, I don't know if I. Okay. This thing's large. Yeah, it's just. Okay. What do I see? Uh, you see basically a. <laughs> it looks like a black cigar wrapped around your goblin. <laughs> okay. Almost the bat creatures from Be- uh, Beastmaster. So I. Ba- yeah, basically is what these creatures. Technically, are. I can't target the goblin. Uh, no, you can't target. Okay, because I can't see him. That's fine. Okay, I cast poison weapon. All right. On to my great sword. Okie dokie. <laughs> and, uh... Accidentally touches can, himself with it. That's all ah. I can do this round. Good. Okay. Um, 13. The cloaker goes. The cloaker has a minus two to hit. As it continues to attempt to... Eat Jeb. Eat Jeb. I feel like I've brought up those giant bats before. From Beastmaster. Yeah. <laughs> They're but good. I do love that movie. They're, They're good bats. I feel like every time you bring them up, then Franks brings up those bats. <laughs> in where are you know those bats that you always share the picture of? They're like people. Oh, size. the uh, the yeah. Filipino golden crown flying yeah, foxes. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I do. They're they're one of my favorite animals. Uh, Jeb does. Wait, uh, does twenty get you while being grappled? Yep, barely. Okay. Because so he, I'm grappled. He bites you for um, eight. Meanwhile, the to- the cloaker's tail takes a swap at you, Jeff. Uh, but I don't think, yeah, I don't think a 13 gets you, so you're, you're good. Yep. Valric, you go. Opposed charisma. All right. I shall oppose your charisma. Ugh. I got a 20. Mm. Then uh, it does not want to go in there and fight that cloaker. Uh, yeah, the the the, the, the hand is uh, hesitant. <laughs> yeah, willful. I was not able to convince it to do that, so it's out this combat. All right, but I, I still assume that took my round to have that discussion. <laughs> okay. Please, come on. Please, no. Come on. Hey, yeah, I need to find a. a an unintelligent undead to just do what I want, but there's no way an unintelligent undead's gonna be as badass as a giant crawling hand. <laughs> Lady outside, it should go. We'll save. We'll save again. Oh, I don't know if I'll save. I got an 18. Oh, that is exactly the save. Oh, wow. You're doing great today so for once. So I shall just cackle to All right. extend the evil eye for right. the round. Gotcha. Jeb? I'm going to attempt another escape artist check. Correct. Oh, that might do it. That's better. That's um, 
30. Oh, yeah, that easily. All right, you're able to finally wriggle out from... Oh, uh, wait, nope, sorry, I forgot that I was grappled. Uh, that's 27, 28. All right, that's still enough. You're able to wriggle out from um, the, the, the tight grip of the cloaker's wings. Okay, then I'm going to take a five-foot step to flank it, standing on the bed. Okay. Um, wait, Is it just invisible to me, or...? The, no, I, 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 know, haven't put, was, I haven't put a token out there, uh, I don't think. Jeb, Jeb was acting as the token because it was on his square. Let me find something cloakery. Here you go. Let's swirl goes here. And, and with that five-foot step, I draw my rapier. He is unfurled, so I'm using the large version. Okay. All right. Popped out. Grab your rapier. That was you. We're at the Uzarius. All right. Elliot. What's your shot? <laughs> 14 plus nope. and that is considered flanking right uh, yeah yeah. Well, yeah I can see that yeah. yeah 16 16 to hit yeah let me see let me double check um oh nope afraid not okay it's hide is too tough um the cloaker goes now it has turned its attention to you Jeff of course. Good. But its ability to hit is much reduced when it's not wrapped around somebody's head. So let's see. That's minus two. Does 18 get you? No. All right. Then uh, it bites at you and also tries a tail slap. Uh, this one much less. You're able to both dodge and deflect its blows. Valric, your go. Uh, I will move to here so I can see the thing. Knowledge Dungeoneering or yep. Arcana? Ooh, it's Dungeoneering for these guys. 18. I'm just curious if it's immune to mind affecting. It is not. Okay. Uh, uh, you can also learn that it has uh, a couple of magical abilities, um, usually involving illusions, oddly enough. Ah. And it also has a Moan ability, which it is yet to use, but will probably be used next turn. Oh! <laughs> oh, oh. Um, I don't like any of that. <laughs> oh, Gypsum. Ah. Does it have reach? It uh, does have reach with its tail. Okay. So then I do not want to move into the room. So I do not want to get myself in an area to do color spray. Jeff's in the way. Just <laughs> um, yes, color spray the whole room. You'll be fine. <laughs> I mean. Forget <laughs> <laughs> about it, huh? Uh, 10 foot radius spread. So if I, that would hit everybody still too, wouldn't it? Yes. Yeah. 10 foot radius. <laughs> hmm. Well, shit. <laughs> Sorry. Magic missile. I don't want a magic missile. And I wanted to, I wanted to just knock it unconscious because <laughs> it's what I'm good at. Uh, what else do I have? Nothing crazy. Um, I will cast um, vanish on myself. All right, you have vanished, and we're at the top of the round. Lady outside. I'll say. All right, we'll say. What are we trying here? Trying misfortune one more time. Uh, oh, okay, this is less good. Uh, does let's see. I have a uh, sixteen. Misfortune. 
Oh, boy. Misfortune. <laughs> okay. And I cackled. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> it is misfortune, and you cackle, and its gems go. Now, looking at this thing, does it look like it wraps only from the underside? It basically engulfs like a... Right, so if I were to climb on it, A, could it support my weight? And B, would it be able to engulf me? Uh, Well, I mean, it'd just probably just flip around and do it. I'd say yes, it would be probably able to engulf you. Whether or not it could support your weight, however... Um, hmm, that's a tricky one. Eh, it seems like a bad idea anyway, <laughs> if it can just flip around and grab me, so I'm just going to attack it, it from... It weighs roughly double your weight. <laughs> eh, so it'd be like standing on the parachutes that we used to play with in kindergarten and first grade. <laughs> yes. All right, so I'm going to stand and bang using my rapier. Oh, fuck you. Does a no? I, I know a fourteen doesn't hit it. Oh uh, no, no, no. Okay. All right, that was uh, Cesarius. All right, so let's see. Nineteen. We're flanking. Twenty-one. Uh, yeah, it hits. Um. Okay. Make a. Uh-oh. Saving throw. Oh dear. Fortitude save. Thank you. Poison blade. Yes, it is poison, and I don't think that gets it. Let's see. Uh, I have a... Where's my saves? There you go. Um, 12. Nope. Fail. <laughs> okay. Um, Poison blade. Okay, first of all, you take 11 points of damage. All right, 11 points for the cloaker. First blood. And you take... You take 1d4 dex damage per round for 10 rounds. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Well, roll the d4 for me, then. It's a good poison. Yes, it is. It's magical. Plays for keeps. Um, I can't tell what that is. Roll it up by itself. Oh, four. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. Four dex. That uh, certainly lowers the AC a bit. Um, your go the cloaker. The cloaker uh, rightfully lets out a moan. Uh, probably. Uh, he, he can't make a forward to save each round to negate the damage and end the effect uh, affliction. I, I figured. Okay. All right. Uh, yes. So, yes. Uh, it lets out a moan. So everybody within 30-foot radius, a 30-foot spread needs to make a will save. Okay. Uh Ugh. 12. 12. 22. 22. 12. 12. 22, plus, uh, unless it's a trauma compulsion, that's even more. Uh, nope. Uh, so the 12s, oh my god, it's you two again. Are panicked for two rounds. Oh, my lanto. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, god. Valric, it's your go. You're panicked. Which way are you running? You tell me. All right, let's decide. There's uh, one, two, three avenues of exit, so uh, I'll just roll them in order. All right, there's two avenues of exit, but let's see which way you go. North or south. Uh, Even rod. Even Even. is north. 
Yeah, okay. Okay, right. he panic. All right, odd. You leave the way you came instead of going further into the dungeon. Mm, huzzah, hop me up here somewhere in two rounds. Okay. <laughs> um, top of the round, lady outside. You see Avalric hoof it in another bout, uh, inexplicable bout of terror. Hmm. Well, that still doesn't change what I'm going to do. We'll save. We'll save. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and it is hexed with the misfortune right now. Yes. Uh, big fail. All right. So now instead of minus two to hit, you have minus two to AC. All right, that's a minus four so far. <laughs> yeah, so that is uh, for nine rounds. And then I cackle. <laughs> nice. I'm you're having fun. <laughs> Sorry. 26 is your go, Jeb. You are panicked for two rounds. And I don't believe I can run. Yeah, you can. You can run. Um, you can run past it. I'm cornered. No, okay, then you must cower. If cornered, a panic creature cowers and does not attack, typically using the total defense action in combat. Okay. So you are- I'm going to total defense in the corner. Okay. Here goes Zarius. Uh, here's, here's a rules question that's probably going to pop up real quick. Sweet. Can a cowering person be flanking? <laughs> uh, no, no, I'd not, no. not. I'd say no. And I'm not counting it. Yeah, right. I, I was gonna bring that up. Um, crit chance. Okay. I rolled a nineteen. All right. So that, the AC is much lower than before. <laughs> Actually, let me go ahead and make his fortitude save and see how low it gets. I can't believe it goes straight to him. You're not cornered. You can still run. I can't get past it. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. You go over the furniture. Not without provoking an attack of opportunity. That doesn't matter. Yeah, that does not matter, actually. Okay. Well, then, I thought I couldn't get any closer to it, but I thought I was cornered. A panic creature must drop anything it holds and flee at top speed from the source of its fear, as well as any other dangers it encounters along a random path. It can't take any other actions. The thing that tells me that you can still still have to run is a panic creature can use special abilities, including spells to flee, or tumble checks. Indeed, the creature must use such means if they are the only way to escape. Okay, well then I will tr- attempt to tumble past it and sure. run wherever the DM says I need to run. All right. So that is a... That was close. Uh, 26. Right, yeah, you tumble, tumble past, past it and you... Eight. You also follow in the same direction that Falric went. Okie dokie. Uh, anyway, Jeff, roll me a d4 because I failed the fort save before you. Okay. Well, first of all, I did a 13 to confirm my crit. Okay. Does that, uh, does that still hit? Uh, you might want to go ahead and roll that dex damage that first. Oh, okay. <laughs> Two points. Two points. All right. Two. Yes, it confirms. Ah, oh, cool. I'll let you. Oh, how do you want to do this? Just double the damage? Yeah, you can just double the damage for now. We'll just, until I until I can. I gotta fix this room up. I'm sorry. Yay, crit! All right. I wasn't there to see it. I don't care. 
<laughs> How much damage, Jeff? 28 points of damage. 28. All right. Uh, let's see. That was Zavarik. You're fleeing for this round as well. But that's after the cloaker. The cloaker, who is disadvantaged. Um, wait, hold on. Minus two to no. 17 gets you, Jeff? Nope. Okay. AC's 22. All right. And then the tail uh, also miss. All right. So, yep. He misses you in a big way. Still up, though. Although you have dealt him a grievous wound. And he is still just just hemorrhaging dexterity points. Um, <laughs> you don't want to move out of the way, maybe? Take a step to the right or something? No. Who? Me? Yeah. The only person left to fight. <laughs> move to the right. Or, sorry, the left. Straight ahead, so that she can help you. Yeah. If you want range to help. Yeah, good job. What's your turn? Oh, it's my turn? Yeah. Yes. Alrighty yeah, then. Half your party's useless right now. Uh, does a 14 hit? Yes. Probably. Um, so that's a one crossbow. Bolt. And just D8, so that's six points. Six points. And I cackle. Cackle and <laughs> shoot. <laughs> Here go, Jeb. You you can move if you like. You don't know how many times I've felt kind of useless where I'm like, oh, I spent a round doing blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, slaughter, kill me. <laughs> it's like, damn it. I'm just getting myself set up and then y'all kill them. Oh, no, I wasn't complaining. That was, I was, that just was a campaign know. ago, Jeff. Oh, well. <laughs> the last two big combats, I've spent them running away from shit. Well, this isn't a big combat. And then the haunted house, I couldn't do any spells to it. <laughs> <laughs> Evil campaign. I thought we were going to be fighting humans and shit. You're, you're the one doing things that lead you to fight monsters. You can fight humans if you like. Um, told to stay away from the human town. Uh, we were told that we had to choose one of these three things to clear out. Yep. Don't put this on us, DM. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah, your direction. Totally our call. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it, it was totally you your call. <laughs> Zarius, it's your go. Okay. Uh, 22. To 22? Hit. Uh, definitely. Oh, hit. And you uh, want to make that a fortitude save also? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, wait. I think I might have got it this time. 22? Oh, yeah. You would have made it. Okay. All right. Down. Didn't make another fortitude save because my sword's still poisoned. Oh, for God's sake. Seven. Okay, you're, you're poisoned again. Shut up. Uh, take three points of dex damage. Oh, Jesus. All right. Okay. Now, damage. Oh, shit. That's a five points uh, plus four, so nine points of damage. Nine points. Uh, Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Doesn't matter. It's enough to knock him below zero. Okay. Uh, The cloaker falls to the ground, uh, bleeding as you slash through its wings. It is still alive, but bleeding out. It's too bad you can't tame them. It'd be awesome to have a lot of cloakers, my cloak. (laughs) I thought that was a magic item. 
I'm gonna wear you. No, I think there's a magic item that, yeah, like. Is... Oh, there's one that that's like a ray, um, mana ray cloak. Yeah, yeah, yeah the cloak, cloak of the ray. ray. That's yeah. it. But a, a Doctor Strange cloak would be dope. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I was picturing. All right. I so... wonder if I could keep it unconscious. <laughs> I'll I'll just uh, talk to it in its sleep until it's we're friends, and when it wakes up, it'll say, "Hey, hey, buddy, I want to I want you to wear me, just 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 around." <laughs> are um are Jeb and Ver- Valric still panicked? There's two rounds. They're, they're only panicked oh. for two rounds, and those two rounds have just ended. You guys find yourself back at the beginning uh, of the <laughs> of the of the floor. Uh, feeling sheepish once again for being terrified via a supernatural effect. Nobody saw me run. <laughs> that's, that's true. I uh, just show back up four rounds later. <laughs> Good job, everyone. I was here the whole time. <laughs> I was casting spells you didn't know about. To make it weaker. Um, yeah, That's why it died. Call me on it. I got a plus 16 bluff. <laughs> I, however... Uh, well, Roll as you can that. see, I am bleeding copiously. Yeah, drink this potion. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I will drink one of my own potions. All right. Uh, don't don't wait. Uh, how bad are you down? A lot. Like how much? A lot. Uh, on a scale from one to fifty-three, I'm at a twenty-four. <laughs> That's more like it. <laughs> I like your completely nebulous scale there. I, I, I would never have guessed what your yeah. hit point total is. Anybody else badly hurt? <laughs> nope. All right. So, yeah, next week we'll finish up this and move into the next floor, hopefully. Uh, and uh, thanks for playing tonight, guys. Yeah, it's fun. Until the last combat okay. when it's like, run before, away! Wait a second. Before we do anything else, let's finish this freaking healing up. Okay, so okay, so okay. We don't forget about it. All right, all right. Like, oh, you never healed me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Toker stopped recording as Jeff was talking. Jeff was not pleased. The rest of us laughed hysterically. Jeff remained unpleased. Thanks for listening.